Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Heritage Hip Hop where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating those who have started this hip hop culture and we elevate by standing on their shoulders looking to elevate the next generation to come. This episode is a special episode. We talk to a new artist, Great God from Pimpire Records. That's right, Rock Marcy and all. Shout out to my man Sal, Fleet DJs, but Great God is somebody that you need to know. We talked to him about not only his depth of knowledge of hip-hop, but who he is and what his message is to people who are in the hustle game and also looking to get into the hip-hop game. Before we get into this, make sure you subscribe to Heritage Hip-Hop and you follow us on all social media and all podcast sites. Look, we are wherever you are, and if we're not, get in touch with us or let us know because we'll get there. We're here for the people. We're here for the culture. And this year, Hip Hop 50, we want to do great things. One of the greatest things we can do is provide you an answer to the question of who's out there besides the mainstream media. Do you like the mainstream music? Well, if you do, that's great. But there's more out there, and this is one of the artists you need to know. So please relax, enjoy this episode, and I'll be back with the rest of my commentary when the episode is finished. Yo, everybody out there that's watching Heritage Hip Hop right now, pay attention to that flyer that you got right there on your screen. We're going to talk to a great artist tonight, but first and foremost, before we do that, bam, it's me. Welcome back to Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, the podcast where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating those who have built the hip hop culture, because as we stand in their shoulders of greatness, we instill new greatness to the generations that come. So without further ado... Let me get into this. Oh, yeah, but make sure you subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social media. Follow Heritage Hip Hop on wherever you have your hip hop. We're able to be streamed on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, you know, wherever that you stream your podcast, we're there. And if we're not, make sure you hit us so we can get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you like what you see tonight, make sure you hit that like button. Hit that like button. This is very important because you want to hit the algorithm and establish the new trend on the algorithm. But without further ado, like I said, right here we have a great artist that represents not only the hustler mentality, but the story of hip-hop. Please introduce yourself to the people. Hey, people, people, what's going on? Heritage hip-hop, none other than the guys who you never saw his face, but you might know the voice, great God. Yo, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you because I'm not going to lie. After I heard your music, I got hooked. You got some good <laughs> music out there, bro. You I appreciate that, stuff. King. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about the music in a second. But first, let's give the people a rundown of who Great God is and what made him the Great God. Talk about it for a second. So, <clears throat> Great God is family man first, you know, uh, Great Father. Family oriented, uh, moral compasses aligned. Um, you know, I got knowledge of self. You know, just in, in you know, overall, generally, uh, I, I'm one of the good fellas, man. That 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 played the game and and made it out unscathed, and now I'm you know able to still be here to tell the good, the bad, and the evil about the streets, and you know. Inshallah, hopefully we can get a detour. A couple of the young guys that's, that's that's been told the wrong thing and, and sold the story that I was sold. Maybe we can sell them the real, tell them the real story, so they can go the opposite way. Yo, hip hop is all about narratives. It's all about perception. Like I remember being young, listening to hip hop. Right, right. Um, Run sold us the story that he he ran hip hop. Hip hop is his house, right? Yeah. 
Then, then it took a great like slick Rick to introduce narratives to hip hop by telling people stories and bringing people into his world. You know what I'm saying? Right. When it comes to great God, right? There's a lot of narratives that people will hear when they hear your story. What is the most impactful story that you tell when it comes to how you make your music? When it, in, in regards to how I put it together? Yeah, and what you say. Um, What is this? Ask me, say it one more time. What's the most impactful? What, yeah, most impactful narrative that you create when you when you make your music for the people. Like, um, what, what's the most important part of your story that you give to them when it comes to making music? I would say the most important part that that's imperative for me to put in all of my in, in all of my records and all of my lyrics is the fact that I do have knowledge itself. The those adding those lessons from the five percent nation that I learned that that shaped and molded the way that I think, the way that I still do things to these to this day. I think that that that's important. Um, I know for a fact it's important because, like I said, I still go to that toolbox to this day. And I and I and I got knowledge itself when in 1994 or three, so to still be, you know, applying those principles and, and living as closely as I can by those principles of Islam, I try to, you know, that's that's important to me. See, and then, the most, just, and, and then just giving the and then just giving the audience both both sides of the spectrum. It ain't all good, you understand and. And I want them to know that 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 we have been lied to, we have been tricked. I tricked myself. I fooled myself into thinking that it was, you know, it was all bad. But it ain't, man. You gotta just strive. You, you know, you gotta strive for perfection, and you gotta strive to do better and change the situation in any situational predicament that you find yourself in. Is definitely some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I, I respect that highly because. One thing about the nation of gods and earths, they put perspective and intelligence in the people that the world thought were mentally and spiritually dead. Not right. knowing that our people are the people that give the earth its flavor by following our trends when it comes to fashion, conversation, music, or even the beats from either our hearts or on the machine that we make our, our stories to. Indeed, indeed. And I want to ask you this. Do you think because hip-hop has turned its back mainstream-wise on the 5% nation of guys on earth that it caused hip-hop to suffer, especially in the East Coast regions? I do feel like that uh, if the lessons was more prevalent in, in, in rhymes and and had we not turned, you know, it got to a point where it was like like everything else that, that that's brought forth to the table. They try to put holes in the theory and they tried to say, oh, this ain't that. And they was bugging. And, you know, had we had we met, had we stayed uh, uh, to the course and kept somebody in line in, in the limelight, like a Rakim, like a poor righteous teachers, like just ice, like, uh, you know, uh, Rakim and, and and the brothers that that, that were spreading the knowledge, like the RZA, like the woo. You know, once you know, if we would have kept brothers like that, that was really speaking the knowledge and, 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 and putting degrees in their rhymes, I feel like that, yeah, it, it, yeah, we would it would definitely be a, a better place, especially for the East Coast. Because that's what they loved about us. I remember cats being in Atlanta, and they like, man, we don't want to hear y'all sounding like us. We want to hear what we, we want to hear that, 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 that stuff. You understand? 
And that that was those those rhymes when we was making knowledge born and we was talking about what's going on in New York. And they wanted to hear our slang and to hear the way that we presented it. Yeah, I I could I could I could I could uh, co-sign that because I remember going to Alabama when I was little. And they used to say, yo, you you just like Red Man because he's from Jersey. And I'm like, well, that's in my home state. Of course, I'm going to represent. But right. it was different context to hearing what we had to say because we're in different parts of the globe. Right. And I think, think hip-hop got cheapened not by the internet, but by the mainstream closing the world down and making it smaller through the internet so people had the same language or the same beats with no drums or the same beats with the same hooks or snares or something and right. then individuality got lost i'm gonna yeah. ask you i'm gonna ask you as an artist why is it that individuality will always rise but you think artists are scared to do it i just feel like that the artist so first of all i feel like they're scared to do it because their main objective is to make money god so when you have a when your when your career or anything that you do is financially driven, you, there's a path that you must stay on and you must feed the people what they want. You understand? So you can't really go to the left or right of 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 the agenda that the that the A and have and that the label has and the people the powers that be that controlling your project. No, we want you to stay, whatever we signed you for. That's what we want out of you. Now, in a case like mine where I don't really have to rap for money, I can say what I want to and I can express myself however I see fit. However I feel at that time when I hear that record and I get that beat from Rock Marcy, I can, I can, I can, I can say what I want to say because I know my God brother is going to allow me to be as only who I am. And that's all he want me to be is who I am. So however I'm feeling that day is what you're going to get. But you can't do that when you got A&Rs over your project and they saying, listen, make this type of record. Or you just know flat out that they're not promoting certain records. So you know which records to stay away from if you in that mainstream and that's what you got to do. So, so I think that anything that's financially driven is going to eventually crash. Interesting perspective. Ladies and gentlemen that's out there watching, this is Karev, a heritage hip-hop with great God. I have some eyes on this, but I don't see no likes. Hit that like button. We're not playing those games tonight. You watching, hit that <laughs> like button. We're going to hit that algorithm because this is an artist right here that y'all really need to pay attention to. We're going to get deeper into that as well. I want to ask you a, a very knowledgeable, godly question okay. that plays itself out when it comes to the hip-hop music. You know how the in spiritual books it says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Indeed, the in, the inner city was introduced to crack. The inner city was introduced to drugs. The inner city was you was introduced to all types of weapons to form population control, um, grow the prison population, and even hurt the fabric of the community. Okay. But it's but it's interesting that our hip hop artists can use that reality, or a, a, a visual artist can use that reality to make TV shows, to make um music about the epidemic that came to cause so much death, but still make money off of it to bring something new. My question to you is that's reality rap. My question to you is 
How much reality does hip hop need, and how much reality do you think hip hop does not give the people? It, 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 I feel like that it needs way more reality. It needs more people that's being honest about how they came up, what they went through, their struggles. Because, like I said, you know, in the nation of uh, uh, God's earth, we say that we teach the babies because the babies teach each other, right? Well, when you lie to the babies and the babies, the 13, 14, 12, 10-year-olds is looking at Instagram and you telling them, oh, I ain't, I ain't went to school and you got a money up your arm and you got all this money, all this, you know, they showing all of this money and they telling them that they ain't go to high school. They believe that, right? So that's the false narrative. That's not reality. You're not keeping it real with them. It's kids that's, that'll, that'll spin you and tell you the narrative that nobody loved them. They teachers said they wouldn't make it. And you find out they was the best students or that they had they, they had both parents in the house. So, you know, like, and that goes again, what we were just saying a few minutes ago about the, ba the, 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 the kids that, you know, they know what they got to do to sell records. Me, I feel like in my music, so the second part of the question was, was what, say this, the second part again was. We talk about hip hop being reality. What right. part of the reality is hip hop not given to the people in the music, in your opinion? Yeah. So what they not, what you know, they just yeah. So that's what that's what I was saying. They not they not giving they they not giving the real story because they want to check. They want they want to get paid. They want to they want to prosper, and they want to be able. They they know what they have to do to to do so. Um, I make sure that I give them the reality, whether it be. The, the the a harsh reality but it's still a reality right you know um it ain't it ain't all it ain't it ain't all peaches and cream all the time but i gotta give you both sides of uh both sides of the coin i gotta give you both perspectives because i haven't seen it and done it all and i've been in every situation that you could possibly be in so for me it's mandatory that i tell y'all the whole the whole story yeah, life hurts. Mike Tyson said. Mike Tyson said, if he um talked to his his younger self, he would tell him it's going to be some pain. Mm -hmm. Life come with lessons, and those of y'all who do the knowledge, if y'all ever study, you know, there's people like Buddhism and stuff like that where they or, or to achieve Nirvana, you have to go through pain and 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 find the highest elevation of life to go to heaven. You see what I'm saying? You have right. to conquer the things that are about you, within you, and without you on the outside to be that's right to be able to go to the highest levels you see what i'm saying oh, right so let's so let's talk about them levels how has hip hop brought you to your higher level and how do you how do you show the world the higher the higher levels are the goals for somebody to get to um how do i show them I just, you know, I'm just very, so I show them in my, in my records and I'm very meticulous when I write, I write, I try to write with the greatest of detail and I, I really, really take my time. That's what, that's where level seven come from. The God flow. You understand? That's, that's why I came up with that because I feel like at this point in my career and at this point of me, uh, of my penmanship, my pen game, I'm giving them level seven shit right now. I'm giving them I'm giving them the highest of the highest frequencies and the highest vibes, which is positive vibes, you know, mixed with the reality, you know, but I that I, that that's 
that's that's what I do. That's that's how I contribute in 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 terms of showing them and giving them the highest level. And it, you know, it's just very just being very detailed and being very meticulous with with you know, and just just knowing and understanding that mm, it's the minute details that I got to sprinkle in. You understand? To keep the, the to, so that they know. Oh, now that now this is real. Yeah, I like how you said that because when it comes to the average, uh, I mean today's average hip hop fan, I yeah. guess they'll see that you have songs with Jada Kiss, you have songs with Benny, and then they'll listen to you there, right? Right. But a person who's deep in the game will say, "I don't care about his feature. I want to hear what he has to say." Indeed. How do you stand out to the point where? Your features don't speak volumes to who you are. Your features are add-ins to tell the world that your story counts and that they need to hear it. Man. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's funny because I don't want really, to, you know, not to take away from the cats that I did the features with, but like I said, like, you know, I don't really need them. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's good to have the features in and and listen like even with my new EP, I didn't go. I could at that at at this, at this point in my career, I could have kind of got whoever I wanted on 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 my EP. But Hellrail told me something one day. Shout out Hellrail. He said, "Yo, God, no more don't enough features, God. We just want to hear you. Like what you just said, you know. We just want to hear you, son. Like we want to hear what you have to say." We believe you, and you know, from that day forth, I kind of got off of the even got off of the tip of doing the features and and just saying, you know what, I want them to just concentrate, and I want them to love me for me, man. I want them to know that that what I bring to the table is equally as important. I'm just having, I just don't have haven't had the light that they have had yet, and inshallah, I get the light. But um, I do have something to say on my own accord. And I don't, I don't want you to buy the album because of these guys that I'm on. When I'm on an interview, I don't want to talk about the producers and I don't want to have to talk about all the features because if you watch interviews now, you see these brilliant questions that you're asking me that's really making me go. <laughs> like a lot of those questions that I get on interviews, all of the answers is in my frontal lobe. You, 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 pulling, you pulling from <laughs> a different area to where I got to really give some thought and they and, and and they they very you know articulate they, they you asking the right the right things, so yeah man like you gotta you know my yeah when, when it comes to when it comes to these features and all of that nah it's cool I could I could, I could have them but let's talk about great God let's let me show you what I got and then we'll go then we we we'll uh, talk about and do some feature play if necessary, but nine times out of 10, I really ain't even into that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be because I think that defeats the talent that you have, because if we keep saying, okay, he got a co-sign for Benny. All right. That's great. But what about his music now? Right. He got a song with Jada. Okay. That's cool. But what else is he saying in the songs where he's not with Jada? That's what matters to me. Like with me, when I listen to hip hop, if my favorite song from you is your single, I'm disappointed mm. because then I didn't get any depth from you. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? 
And when it comes to depth and talking real life, let's go to your album, Snow Day, which is out right now, everybody. Make sure you check out Snow Day by Great Guy out right now. Because right I'm now. telling you, if you like reality hip-hop and you like that hustling mentality, this project is for you because it gives you different perspectives. Because most people rap about, I got money, I got money, I got money, I got girls, I got girls, I got girls. But they yeah. don't talk about the flip on it. And one of my favorite songs that showed me the flip on it was Thanks for Nothing. Mm. Please talk about that song and why that song made the project. So Thanks for Nothing was, and still is, one of my favorite records on there. Shout out uh, the producer, No Mass. Thanks for Nothing was me saying to myself, what record, what could I talk about in regards to hustling in these streets that has never been talked about? And I said, you know what? I've never heard the perspective of the user, of the fiend, the junkie, the clucker, the, 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 the you know? I have, he have, we have never given him a voice in hip hop. We have only told how we do him if you don't pay, how, uh, you know what I'm saying? We shot him over cheeseburgers and movies, you understand? We have given him no, we have shown him no respect. And how dare we not show him respect when, like I said, he the reason that the TV is new when I ain't pay a cent. He's the reason that I can pay for my child and I can go spend money and, and I can spend money frivolously and not care about it because I know I'm going to sell another biggie tomorrow. I'm going to go through another 62 in bags tomorrow so I can go blow this money because I know that it's coming back tomorrow because I know he has an addiction and he going to drive the custies and he going to come every day if he ain't in jail. So I wanted to say pay homage and give him the perspective and, and, and give that man the voice or woman the voice to where it's like, nah, without me, there is no you. You bugging, great God. Without me, ain't no you. That's, that's yin and yang. That's duality. Yes. That's what life is all about. It's about you have to have a down to, to understand the up. Indeed. You got to take a loss to understand a win. That's right. But even with that, I want to ask you, one of my favorite lines in hip-hop was, when the face got revealed, game got real. But before the face was revealed, real life had to be conquered. Is there anything that you're conquering when it comes to hip-hop as to why you're not showing your face? Or is it that you keeping that era mystique to make sure people hear you instead of just looking for you? Yeah, I, it's, it's really about the mystique. It's really about the anonymity. It's... um. It's really pay attention to what's being said and not who's saying it. My father taught me that a long time ago, God. He said, yo, man, you can learn a lot from a dummy. Don't don't think. And he used this analogy. He said, you can say to yourself, arrogance will make you say, a fiend will tell you, man, don't go down that alley. They shooting. And you say, oh, man, what the fuck he know, man? This nigga's a crackhead. And then you go down the alley and get your head blown off. Well, guess what? You should have judged the message and not the source. When I... When I give, when they see my face, they have so much. I mean, we do it all the time. We look at this person and we come up with a narrative in our own mind without any support, without no supporting acts of what this person or actions or what they may or may have not done. We look at a dark skinned dude. Oh yeah, he gangster. Light skinned dude, he ain't. You understand? Oh, this, this light skinned dude, he ain't tough. 
this one, dark skin dude, he tough. He could fight. Da -da 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 -da. So guess what? If you only have to concentrate what I give you, which is only music and music alone, then I got a better chance of, of getting your heart. I don't want to show you my cars. I don't want to show you my jewelry, even though I got all of that stuff. But who it, in the grand scheme of things, I just want you to listen to what's being said and not who's saying it. Yeah, I like how you said that because you know what's funny? Hip-hop has become so open arena that we take the mystique for granted. Yes. That's what makes J. Cole so dope. That's what makes Kendrick so dope. They know how to disappear for a while. Right. That's what made Nas so good and Big Daddy Kane and them is that they could come out, do their thing, and then disappear for a little while and make you want more. You see what I'm saying? Right. Also, if you look at the greatest warriors in history, they hit their faces during war. That's right. The funniest thing is, because we all say, always say hip-hop is a combat sport, right? Mm -hmm. The funniest thing they said was 90% of all ninjas when it came to Asian history were farmers. So the person Ooh. who sold you fruit could be the same person who could back kick you, flip up a tree, and you wouldn't even know it was them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, God. And, and, and the thing about hip-hop is when we get so familiar with the face, sometimes we want to just be them, but don't heed the message. Mm -hmm. What What person affected you the most so that their message became a guideline to who you are and what you put out in your in your music today? Mm. I would have to say, I would have to say either Rakim or Tragedy Gaddafi. Those are two very specific artists. That's dope. Talk about that, please. I would say either Tragedy or or or, or, or Rakim. I would say Rakim because when like when I was listening to the ghetto. And, and I'm hearing Rakim say, I tell you who you are and why you're here. Take it in stride because it might take a year. I'm like, man, that's dope that he said that. But when I was able to do the knowledge of what he really was saying, I'm like, oh, trash is dear to my heart because I feel like that we, 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 we so much alike. Like we're gonna go at the drop of a dime, but we also got knowledge itself. And we also know and understand what we should be doing, but we teeter in the line of being in the streets and and um, you know, just teetering that fine, that 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 line of of knowing and understanding what we should be doing, but always finding ourselves doing what we ain't supposed to be doing. And that's what I saw in trash a lot you know, listening and watching trash growing up was like, damn, God, like, yo, he's swift as a motherfucker, but he just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, that allure of the streets and everything else that, that that comes into play and is placed in front of us is so much more, you know, polished. Though that, that's just so much more, looks like more of a polished diamond, and it's like, nah, we want that. Even though we know and understand that right there might put you on the island for a bullet. You might end up doing a three to nine about that, but fuck it, let's give it a try. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that was always for me like the hardest thing is just saying to myself, like, damn man, how how could you turn your back and how could you keep playing with God and knowing you have this gift and knowing you sustain a certain lifestyle 
and you and, and, and not just take your gift and, and you taking your gift for granted. So, you know, I that's why those two what I would I would say, especially tragedy though, man. Like he really shaped, he shaped the way I write, the things that I write about, the way that I want, you know, the the, the aura that I how I, in, in which I want to come across, you know, like yeah, yeah. Yo, that's deep that you said that, because now we're going to go to the segment of Heritage Hip Hop called Let's Build, where we take something that an artist says and really build the whole spectrum about what they're talking about and their music. And one thing that you, you brought up, Tragedy Gaddafi, one of the best artists ever, if y'all yes. don't know about Tragedy Gaddafi. I'm talking yes. about when he was the intelligent hoodlum from Arrest the President, Marley Marl, 16 years okay, old. Okay, then. Now, because yes. we know hip hop over here. And I'm yes. telling you, Gaddafi is the reason why you got drink champs today. All right, so... When um talking about that, the narrative of why I do what I do is the struggle of spiritual life and hip hop life as a whole. Mm-hmm. You you have a certain um genre of hip hop that you're in called coke rap, basically, right? Shout out to the person who I believe really instills the hustler mentality of hip hop, which is Jay Z. I okay. think on the East Coast that's his line. Okay, in the South. It's more T.I. Because that's trap music. Okay. But y'all border on the same conversation in one of your songs. Um, Work All Day, which is one of my favorite songs that you made. I love that song, right? Thank you, my brother. Work work All Day and then T.I. song, I'm Just Doing My Job. Woo! Oh, you know what I'm talking about I'm there, right? I'm just doing my job. Okay. So <laughs> when you hear those two songs back to back, it goes into what you said. It's like, I know what's going on, but I have these responsibilities that is going to take me to where I got to go to get them done. Yes. And unfortunately, as people will condemn that, that is the American way. Mm-hmm. Talk about hip hop through the eyes of, as a, of a survivor rather than hip hop through the eyes of a hobbyist, in your opinion. So hip hop through the eyes of the survivor looks what does that look like that looks like that looks like like you said that looks through the eyes of survivor is great god is somebody that's that's for decades putting this music together waking up doing two three records a day never really seeing no no real no real light no never really never really making no money off of it but still to this day waking up and putting out record after record and recording record after record after record, not knowing if it's ever going to pop. I done been putting my thousand hours. They said you need a thousand hours, right? I've been putting my thousand hours. So at this point, it's just pure love. It's just pure love for the art. That's hip hop through the eyes of a survivor. I think when it comes to hip hop, right? A lot of people take the survival element for granted because that's where mm-hmm. we get culture vultures from. Right. Because they'll take your energy and try to destroy it by making themselves rich, right? Mm-hmm. And in today's society, we always hear, well, you don't need a label, you don't need a label, but people don't have label work work ethic. Mm-hmm. Does a survivor have more work ethic than a hobbyist to you? And why do you think that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a hobbyist a hobbyist is, is going to do what do what they may with it, and then when they get and then they get bored of it, you know. Hobbies we get bored of, 
we might we might like we we might like dealing with multiple women at, at, for uh, as a hobby and we you know we we look at women as hobbies and we, we what do we do we have fun with them and do we get the fuck rid of them um when you when when you when you know not not when you're a survivor not not when you <laughs> not when you're a survivor no way you're doing everything like i said everything to try to achieve those heights and achieve those goals and you you know you 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 can't be detoured you 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 had a you're on a relentless pursuit the pursuit of the pursuit of just being heard so my 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 pursuit was always your god i just always wanted what i have now if i don't get a penny from hip hop right now I had DJ Premier tell me I was dope. I had Lord Jamal tell me I was dope. I had Tragedy Gaddafi tell me I was dope. I had Havoc from Mob Deep, Rock Marcy. These are the great ones, God. Like these are these are these are the greatest of the greats, man. Like I'm cool at this point. I only wanted to be heard, God. I felt as though I was making powerful enough music that. All it was take, all that I needed was to have the good ears of my peers and people to say, oh, whoa, oh, let me hear that. Whoa, 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 what was that? So when, you know, when I got these people that's telling me that, that I know that the world really respect their opinions and I have a great deal of respect for their opinions, I've made it, homie. A humdiddy laugh. I've made it. I don't have to get a million dollars out of it. I don't, you know. I, 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 they know now. Okay, great God is here, and He's here to stay. I respect that because even going back to the original question of surviving uh -huh. and hobby and hobbying, the first introduction is like the knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. The second coming is the wisdom. That's right. And the third coming is the is understanding. The understanding. Yes. Tell me, tell me about how your song "The Third Coming" goes into this conversation right now. <laughs> the third coming is the third coming is just what you said too. It's it's literally the understanding. The third coming is that if you never heard no record from Great God, this is who He is. This is who He is. This is this is this is wordplay. This is MCing. This is wit. This is this is lyricism. This is uh, delivery, voice inflection. This is him as as a whole. If you never hear one great, if you could just hear one great God record, Third Coming is one that I will play because it tells you when you hear that record, you no one understand who he is. Who is Great God? That's who Great God is. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you always want to have a song or a piece of art that defines who you are. Right. And to end off this segment on Let's Build, a 5% um, law is to build and destroy. That's right. As you build yourself, your brand, your story, what did you destroy to make sure you continue on your path to success? I, I destroyed my ego. I destroyed, I destroyed the arrogance, the ego that I was dealing with. And I mastered myself. So I had to destroy the old self and reborn 
and and do the knowledge all over again and and build the and build what you get as great God. I had to destroy the other guy. Well, and the other guy not meaning the competition, me, because I got to master myself before I could do anything, God. If if you if if I don't master me, then then you know I got I got a record on my new EP. And it's called Note to Self. And I said that in my song to where I'm talking to myself. And I say, uh, I say, I say, I see you, I see you killed your ego. Uh uh, I, I see you prayed every day. Never I see you, I watched you pray every day, and never once did you ask for wealth. I saw you master your ego uh, kill. I saw I saw you kill your ego and uh deal with patience and master self. So yeah, that's 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 what I had to destroy. I had to just destroy the old way of thinking and the old person that I was and the person that I was arrogantly proud of being, which was, you know, he wasn't good for nobody. Trust me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard, hit that like button. That's our end of our segment. Let's build on the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. How are we doing so far? Are you enjoying yourself? We all right? Oh, man. Yo, brother, I, I, I'm, I'm excellent. I appreciate right. you. That's what's up. In, in lines of hip-hop today, people always say, who does this person remind you of? And you put up names like Rock Marcy and Premier and, and Tragedy. Let's just keep it right there. Those are three different eras of hip-hop, which means your skills are universal because they span the understanding of what the culture is. Mm -hmm. And that's dope. You know what I'm saying? And then for people who said who, who listen to hip-hop today, they'll think of 38 Special, Flea Lord, Ito, uh, ransom when it comes to your music. Shout out Ito. He's the reason that I met Rock Marcy. Just a sidebar. Oh, salute. You know what I'm saying? You have that upstate New York sound. Okay. I want to ask you a very hip-hop question. Ask it. <laughs> upstate versus the boroughs. What's the difference in the sounds? The, 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 the difference of the sound is that in the boroughs, the the original grit was lost. In upstate New York, you get you get the sound of what New York sounded like in the early nineties. Still to this day, is there a territory that is there a territory that upstate New York bonds with closely? like other territories may bond with others. Let me give you an explanation. Brooklyn and North New Jersey are like sick brother and sister. For some reason, Brooklyn and Essex County is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there um, is there a connection to upstate New York and another territory where people could understand that much more of what that grit means and what it is? Um... I don't think I don't know. Nah, man. Like I think upstate is a whole different. I know, not even, but upstate is a whole different monster in itself. I don't think that, you know, I used to I used to call I used to call upstate the the lost borough, but it ain't, man, because it's just so, like it's it's a whole different it's a whole different monster in itself. Um. It can't be compared. So no, I, I don't. I don't think that we. I don't. I don't think that we could, that I could find something to that that will be adjacent to. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't think so. I'm glad you said that. 
because that goes into the point of my next question. To me, the five boroughs are like the Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. They're different kingdoms, and they fight amongst each other for understanding. Right. But when you're on the outside, you're fighting your way in to understand that those kingdoms don't really mess with you. Mm-hmm. And you have to make a name and take a name instead of living off your name. That's right. How did you make your name and then how did you take your name so people couldn't take it back from you or take it for granted? Uh, I, 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 I made my name and I made my name up in upstate New York. Um, I made my name by, sh- first of all, showing love. I made my name by showing genuine love and support for people that I never met, didn't even know. I still do it to this day. I just I just was at the uh, hospital earlier, the doctor, and he said that my rotator cuff was torn because I threw too many alley-oops. <laughs> you hear me? Like, I got it. I got He told me I have to chill out, God. He told me if I don't ice this thing two, three times a week, it's going to get worse, God. I'm not going to be able to perform. I throw, I'm leading the league at alley-oops, and I always did that. I always, always, I've always had a studio. I've always opened my doors for them. I've always opened my doors. I I, I put out mixtapes, and I put people on those mixtapes that I never heard of. Uh, I would go on the radio when I had the light, and I would talk about people talk and bring up during my interview people that I thought should have the light or, or people should watch. So that's how I built my name and that they can never take from me. It's never will be anyone to tell you great God is a hater or he didn't do exactly what I just told you I did. Because when people, when, when every time that I have the spotlight, I'm sharing it. Because you know what I do know and understand that me putting you in a predicament to be seen or heard ain't going to do or diminish my light one single bit. I'm going to be who I am and what I was born to be regardless to whom or what. What Allah set out for me to have a thousand hands can't take away. So that's how I made my name and that's how I built my name. I could have said some gangster shit like, oh, I built it on fear because a lot, you know, some of that came with it too, but that would have been if we was talking about hustling. But when you talk about building the name and who I am and my fabric and my heart and my aura and my soul, I'm a helper of other people. I'm the person that's going to shine the light when ain't nobody else going to shine the light. Just like when you just brought up Ito and you brought his name back, you brought you brought up his name in passing. What did I do? We went back to Ito and I said, without him, I wouldn't have met Rock Marcy. That's that's how I built my name, and that's how they can't could never take it away. I respect that highly. I respect that highly because at the end of the day, hip hop is a revolving door of respect. But people are fighting to get into an industry that doesn't respect them or are loyal to them. Right. So then, how do you keep that within yourself and move as an isolated unit and not fall into the traps of? the crowd or the norm when you're an artist uh so so i feel how i personally stay away from it is i don't need them god i don't i don't need to go to your parties i don't smoke so i don't want to smoke with you i don't drink i don't want to go to the club with you and i don't need you on my record to be hot um 
um, I feel like when people fall into those traps, it's because they gotta they they find themselves hanging with these dudes and breaking bread and 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 going to the strip clubs or throwing money together. Now you calling each other bro and you understand and you calling it you know now now that's your twin like they say nowadays and all of that. I don't even use those terminologies. I don't use those words because I'm very 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 aware of my surroundings and I know who need to be there, who doesn't. Um, I know why you're here before you even put your plan together to show me that you're going to be a snake. I'm going to already see it because of what I lived and did in the streets. Um, so I don't fall into those traps and I keep myself out of those situations because I don't really need to be in the in crowd. Over here at Pimpire, we are the illustrious. We are the crowd. It's us, God. Contrary to what anybody believe. I don't care how much money these other dudes say they got and this, that, and the third. It's us, God. It's Rock Marcy. It's Great God. It's Knowledge the Pirate. It's Jazz. We are the nucleus, man. And that's just really the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Nothing else to be said. But guess what, Heritage Hip Hop? We always leave y'all with something. We don't just go with that. So I'm going to ask my honored guest a question, and we're going to start ending the interview off after this question. You ready for it? Indeed. The most high called us gods. Mm -hmm. But a, a man is hated when he calls himself what his father gave him, which is his title. Mm -hmm. As a god, what does it mean to instill knowledge yet still walk the line of struggle and um, the game in your life? It is the one, that is the hardest thing for me to do. It means that some days I don't want to rap at all. It means that I don't, sometimes I don't want to give them certain aspects of my life. Because I know and understand that I I I I give them what I know now, and I not be giving them what I've been through and what I went through. Yo, God, a lot of these records that I give y'all and that I had, I've had them for a long time, but I had a struggle within myself, and I had the devil and the angel saying, "Man, that you know the devil put that put it out, put these records out," and then. And then I'm then, then on my right side. It's like, man, you know better than that. Now how you gonna how you gonna make them records like that? How you gonna say you enroll yours and you take kids out of daycares? And it's you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I do that? And then profess to be a righteous man. Yo, God, that's what made me stop going to parliaments. That's what's made me stop stop going to the masjid. That's what made me when people asked me to come speak at schools, I I wouldn't do it because I was so hard on myself and the perception. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite, a Munafi Kuhn. I didn't want to do that. So that is, is, does that answer your question? No, that's perfect. Because at the end of the day, a man is defined by his journey. And a lot of people will try to crush us and put us down because of their perception of the outside, not knowing the battles that we have on the inside. So that's what makes hip hop so godly is that even though it's our expression given to us through God, it's us able to confess our pain and share our pain to elevate to become better men. And that's what life is all about. Constant elevation that brings further success. Am I right? And that's, you're exactly right. 
And that's what I'm talking about. So everybody out there that's watching, thank you for watching the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast tonight with Great God. Make sure you go check out his project out right now. Snow, uh, snow sorry, uh, Snow Day. Yep. Snow Day. I'm looking at my notes, so <laughs> pardon me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's all good, God. Yeah, because I wanted to respectfully give you a great interview. You see what I'm saying? No, you, yo, God, this is, this is by far... That bro, you did an excellent job. I appreciate it. I'm and, and you know what's so crazy is like I said before, I was I was a little bit late and I was trying to find my keys, and I'm glad that took my thought process off. That was the shaitan throwing me off, and it threw my thought process off. So I was a little late, but I'm glad that we was able to get on, and I was glad to make you, you know, that, that we got to build because this was really more building than than it was even doing the interview, guys. See, and that's what real hip hop is conversation, not questions. That's right. right. So shout out to Sal. Sal, what's going on? Oh man, you know that's the alley oop god too. He he you know he 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 he's soaking his ACL right now. I mean his 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 uh rotator <laughs> cuff. He got ice on his too, man. You know what I'm saying? Too much alley ooping. All right. Hey, if but you want to get that great god, get with Sal. If you want to feature, get with Sal. But I am charging 41k for a verse right now. Um you know, uh, shout out to uh, to Amadou. You know that, <laughs> yeah. The the feature price is forty one k now to honor you. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. what it is. I don't got it, so <laughs> that's all good. Shout out to the Middleman Music Group, God Squad in the building. Yes, you know what I mean, shout out to the folks. So, Matt. so right now it's time for us to do. Well, I like to play a game on Heritage Hip Hop. It's called the okay. Rapid Fire Questions. Are you ready for the Rapid Fire Questions? Absolutely. The Rapid Fire Questions are not yes, no questions. These are questions designed to talk about your depth of knowledge of yourself, your talent, and the hip hop culture. You ready to go? Let's go. What artist, song, or album that is not yours perfectly describes you? Woo. Um... True Confessions by Tragedy Gaddafi. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. True Confessions. Tragedy Gaddafi is one of the greats, man, because he'll go, he'll go God body with you. He'll go conspiracy <laughs> theorists with you. He'll go, he'll go street. street with you. I mean, he is like one of the all around under, underrated MCs in hip hop history. Yeah. So for anybody out there that has this, shout out to Tragedy Gaddafi and send him this. Bro, you always have an open chair on Heritage Hip Hop. Oh, I hope man. You... Man, I'm gonna make man, that bro. happen for you. I'm gonna make that happen. Oh, please, because man, I know a lot of people look at Heritage Hip Hop and we don't got drink champ numbers or nothing, but my content is the truth. Absolutely. And I would love to build with some of my favorite artists of all time, like him on my con on my, my platform. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So let's go to question number two, because we're gonna take it back to you. What's the perfect hip hop beat? Meaning, if nobody came out with this beat and you had it first, it would have been your first single. Oh, one that one that somebody else had that I wish was mine. Uh, I got it made. <laughs> the original? Yeah. Ooh, I listen to that at work. I play that when the, I'm a teacher. So when the kids come in the classroom, that's what they hear. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, like I said, I teach little kids. Last year, the kids in my class, their favorite song was um. It wasn't I got it made. The favorite, their favorite song was Will Smith, Brand New Funk, initiated like Tila Rock is yours. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Cool. That's what I play in my classroom. You see what I'm saying? So that brings us to our next question. 
hip hop spawns generations. Who is the hip hop artist you you believe you could play for anybody and you'll introduce hip hop through them? Nas. Okay. What about Nas makes him cross generational to you? Because he because he because he mastered the art of storytelling and that will never go out of style. Mm. Everything else can go in and out. Every you know, like every you know, it might it might be the beats. Okay, now we listen to the beats and the or lyricism. But when you can tell a story, that story can be, you know, that that never goes out of style. Well, you got a shout out. This is an amazing interview. Shout out to in the A zone. In the A zone, I appreciate that, God, and and I'm sure he's talking about both of us because this is definitely, this definitely dope. Salute. I I have another question for you as far as spawning generations. I I think is I think the biggest crime that was put against our people is the death of the griots, because when you kill a griot, you kill a library. When you when you kill a griot, you kill history. We see the killing, the manslaughter, the murder of hip hop daily with people in their corny ass lists, people in their fake <laughs> understanding of what an artist is, okay. or even what is considered popular but not potent or necessary. Right. Let's start with the five percenters, the nation of mm-hmm. gods and earth. Mm-hmm. Who are the most important artists in the nation? that brought hip hop understanding to you and to the game? Five, give me five. Rakim, Poor Righteous Teachers, Jungle Brothers, Brand Nubian, and um, Wu-Tang. Usually that's who everybody says, right? I mean, they, they go there. Big Daddy Kane, Grand yeah. Puba, and all of them, right? Yep. Here's my question when it comes to you being of that lineage, but with the content that you have, my question is this. We talked about balance earlier. Right. How do we rebalance hip-hop so that those who should be heard are heard and those who are out can be fall, can fall back and learn from those who need to be heard? We have to have, we got to put the spotlight on guys like Rock Marcy. We got to put the spotlight on guys like Great God. Uh uh, you know, uh, knowledge and and don't and, and that they might say, oh, that well, that's just pimp pie. That's 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 your crew. But if I give you an example that I that, that, that I spoke the tragedy about, if if Jay's if Nas would have made if Jay Z would have made, I know I can't be what he want to be. Instead of Nas. Remember, Jay was probably, arguably, was a little bit more popular at that time. He had the game in a in a, in a choke at that time. But instead of that, he, what did he say to Nas? Well, what you trying to kick knowledge? So we thought that knowledge, the, the kicking knowledge was what? Was whack when he said that. But so it takes you to put the light on the right person when they on top and at their pinnacle to say, like, if we get, if we get, if we got a conscious verse from Little Dirk or something right now, or or not even right now, but a few years ago when he was, you know, the arguably the the, the hottest young dude, you then the young boys would say, yo, I oh well, damn, it's cool. So that's how we get it. That's how we change the narrative. And, and, and now you got the new lords of the underground, which is us. So we got to get the right light on us. To where we can bring those records 
and people can say, oh, okay, dang, because I'm already making those records. Trust me, it's not time to release them yet, but when I release those records, yeah, I know what to do. I, I, I just, you know, you can't feed a baby steak though, right? So I know that I got to do what I got to do to get to the podium. Well, when I get to the podium, I got to give them what I'm supposed to give them. And that's what I plan on doing. You reminded me of Guru. Shout out to Guru. RIP. That, that's what he did, you know? Yes. That, that, that's, that's awesome that you said that. I want to ask you a Three Kings theory. Who was the best MCs, Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas? We had that, right? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I personally don't like the Jay-Z and Nas collaborations because I think the, the middleman that would made their voices match was Biggie. You had the baritone, you had the alto, you had like it was it was like harmony when them three were together. Right. And I know it because I heard it on mixtapes when people did the posthumous things. You had their voices on songs, the balance was incredible. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, and and to me, I think Brooklyn, Brooklyn has represented hip hop in a way where they took their borough around the world successfully more than once. Right. The, the Crooklyn Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I want you to create your own Crooklyn Dodger type thing when it comes to upstate where you're from. Who are the three MCs that would take upstate around the world and beyond and who's producing the track? <laughs> oh, so three people on one record? Yikes. Benny, me, Benny, Great God, and hmm. To give them a different now. Damn. Welcome to Heritage Hip Hop, where we ask real insightful <laughs> questions and not no BS. Who, 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 who else do you think? Who you think to be the third good, great guy? Well, if I think about who you pick when it came to style, I think 38 Special is a good one. Uh, yeah. I, I think. Um, Cause I'm thinking about y'all content, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many people that's dope from where y'all at, though. Right. Like, 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 like. Oh man, like Ito is dope, dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the would Flea Lord count? I think not Flea Lord. So. From he from Far Rockaway. I yeah. believe. So I don't know. Uh, son of Tony, nice. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know Son of Tony. Nah. Uh, like I said, there's people from your area that's really, really good, yo. Um, no, you know what? What about what about what about Son 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 of NY? Another one, another one. Yeah, like I think so that, many names. I think I think that'd be a dope three. Cause okay, cause cause everybody pin game is is superb. I think that's my three. Okay, and who's producing it? Um. Producing that one, that particular joint right there. Uh, Premier. Primo? Yeah. Shout out to Primo. Supremo. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Primo. Okay. I got like three more questions for you. Then we're going, we're going, we're going to have, we're going to phase off. All right. Indeed. I'm, I'm here. Once again, Coke Rap has been one of the most insightful 
<laughs> subgenres in hip hop because that defines the area that you're in. All hip hop is in Sun and Roses, which is good, but it is necessary to have different, you know, parts of the emotional spectrum in the in the genre. But Coke Rap has been taken as a lost art in hip hop in today's generation. What did Coke Rap bring to hip hop that you think made the hip hop game better than be it Kumo D versus Busy B type stuff? Um, what did Coke Rap bring that made it better? I think it just brought better. To, to be honest, I think it it brought better underground MCs. That gritty because, gutter stuff. Yeah, because you know, to 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 really to to spit the coat like a lot of us, a lot of us had you know a lot of us hustled, and to to spit that rap, to be able to spit that rap, you you know the other it's, it's other genres of rap where, you know we. A lot of people got to stay away from because they never did that, and they and it's that's what the lifestyle ain't even obtainable to for you to be talking like you talking. So it, it gave it gave it gave like how I gave the fiend the 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 uh, the, the perspective and, and a voice. It gave the hood a voice. That's deep. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Before you go anywhere with that, so when people say your generation serve the drugs and our generation is the offspring of those who use the drugs. What is the balance with that when it comes to your answer? Yikes. Mm. I, I gotta say that that yeah we were they right man we destroyed we destroyed and then we turned our back on them and we used them for financial gain versus giving them knowledge itself. We we told them we gave them we we got on and we bought guns and we gave them guns and we gave them sixty tools and biggies and you feel me we gave them we gave them we gave them we gave them the work and told them you know because we because of the arrogance and and like I said we used them for financial gain when we were supposed to give them the knowledge and we were supposed to give them something that was way deeper and you know we that ain't a transferable skill <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> we supposed to gain them something else man and we gave them that and we made them take charges for guns and use their yos and we yeah we destroyed god we we destroyed greatly it was a great destruction that we did and i i, I can't even like we i have to take accountability for that i'll think about that you know so yeah, I would have to agree with that. But let's not always condemn ourselves only because there were people who said massive, massive shipments of guns and illegal narcotics were dropped in the middle of the hood and people left so the destruction can happen. And so it so, happened in Brownsville. I remember it was a it was a it was a train long time ago and and when and when when, when we finally broke in the train, the train was full of guns. That's deep. Oh, it we just have happened to break down. It just you mean to tell me that 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 just happened to break down? Like, come on, stop it. Word. Nah. Hey, I like. I'm glad you put that up because we have a question from Brock Diamond. Salute to Brock Diamond. He says, "What's the plan now for redemption?" You want to answer that? 
Um, redemption as what a society for 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 us. How about society and for you personally? Talk well, about my, that rotator cuff that you got. <laughs> my my redemption is 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 really showing the babies and really and really giving them something different than what the rest of the MCs is giving them. And then also, you know, uh, I had a meeting today and I was uh, talking to Dr. Imad Rahim and we was talking about you know programming and and putting together a program where I teach these kids music and teach them film because I taught myself how to do all of these things so I could teach them that. So, you know, I'm taking the, the hardened criminals off of the, the young guys off of the streets for 16 hours of the day because they filming and they getting along. And I got, I'm incorporating cats from every side of the town in my TV series and things of that nature. So, but in, 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 in the bigger spectrum in, in regards to, you know, as a people, we got to just learn to, we have to show love, more love to one another. And that sounds so cliche, but it all starts with, with love and honor and respect. And we got to, we have to get out of the, we got to just show each other more love, man. We it's, it's mandatory. We have to start teaching each other. We have to teach the babies. We have to show the babies something different than what we've been showing them. We got to get back to where you see a little man out of line. You got to be able to. You got to be able to tell him, "Hey, man, yo, come here for a minute. I know you don't know me, God, but that ain't the right way, man. That ain't the. That ain't how you want to be living, man. You know what I'm saying? Because if somebody snatched my son up and my son come in, Dad, somebody came in. He, he, you know, he, he, he gripped my shirt up, and I'm gonna say, well, what he said. And and if he told him something that was right, I got to tell him, listen, man, come on. Uh, you know, he he told you the right thing. And I can't be mad at that. We got it. Take a village, man. So we got to get back to the point where. But now it's like, yo, you run up on one of these young boys. He might fan you, right? You know, you 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 know, because they got a different mentality because they grew up off of YouTube and they grew up watching these videos where we steered them and we lied to them for so long. We lied to them for a long time. My son, my son watched you. My son knew how to do work YouTube before I did. So. I, I, he was in there watching Chief Keith and, and you know and and, and 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 rappers like that. And I'm like, oh shit, like, okay. So, you know, I, I can't even imagine being a child at this age where I got the pressures of seeing my favorite rapper. He's two years older than me. He's 17, talking about he dropped out of school and he got all this money and he talking about all these drugs and syrups and shit that he's drinking. Like it, it can't be easy on the young gods. So we gotta we gotta say to ourselves, listen, man, we gotta we gotta get them back in line. It got it has to start with the babies, though. Indeed, oh, I, I, I support and love that answer. I shout out to Brock Diamond because he said exactly. He followed everything you said. Shout out Brock Diamond. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about heritage hip hop. Yes, we ask about music and we talk about the albums, but we like to show you the intellect and the depth of the artist not just focus on just rhymes and lyrics. And I thank great God for um coming on the show today. It was an honor and a pleasure meeting you. It was a pleasure too, God. Great, great, great to meet you, God. Thank you. And you have a home of Heritage Hip Hop. So when your new EP drops, you go, you sass out the Sal, y'all could drop me some information that we'll support. Because everybody, Heritage Hip Hop does not believe in streaming. I bought my copy of Snow Day. 
Go wow. get your Thank own. You. We do not believe in streaming. We believe in purchase power. Because right. guess what? If the internet ever went down and you do not have your album, you're borrowing it, you will not listen to your music because you don't have it on your hard drive or your physicals. So make sure yes. you support this man. So um, give everybody your social media so they know how to get in touch with you. And, you know, so we, we can, we can um, wrap this up real good. Hey, man, great guy on everything. Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans. YouTube, G-R-E-A, the number eight, G-A-W-D. And shout out to In The A-Zone, because he says, I'm a new fan of this artist, just based off of this interview. Oh, uh, man, that's beautiful, God. I appreciate that. Salute I appreciate God. that. Hey, so for I have another show called um, A&N and R&B, and we have something called The Song of the Week. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my song of the week comes from Great God, and it's from his project, Snow Day. And I had so many songs to pick. And like <laughs> I said, I, I don't like to pick videos and singles. My favorite song is Work All Day. Okay. Go check that song out. Because like I said, if you know T.I.'s music, and you know I'm just doing my job, you and that's one of my favorite songs from T.I. You'll know yeah. why I like that song from this man, too. Because lyrical content, story-wise, and even using the beat to speak the story that comes through through the speaker. Look, Work All Day, Snow... Work All Day by Great Guy on Snow Day out right now on your streaming platforms. But guess what? You're going to love it so much, I guarantee you're going to buy it. So whether you put a dollar down or you put the whole $9.99, $15.99, make sure you go get it. All the right? vinyl is available. Important. The CD is available. And remember... Go to greatgod.com because you can buy the physical brick. You cut the brick open, and then the, the hard drive is inside of the brick. There you go. Because I remember somebody saying, like, they ain't mess with people. They bought half bricks. They had to buy, what, six and better. That's what you said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I'll listen to the lyrics, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're going to get out of here on this last question. And this is the most important question when it comes to um, the Heritage Hip Hop interview is legacy. That's one of my favorite words. Yeah. For those who don't know, seven is my favorite number. A legacy is my my inspiration. You see what I'm saying? Every man wants to leave a legacy. So seven my is my favorite number. You see, every day at seven o'clock, I drop new content. My album comes out November 7th. Either seven or, or the 16th with knowledge, equality, all born God. Salute. There it is, yo. Knowledge is power, right? So here we go. The last question I'm gonna ask you is this. 500 years from now in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, Great God is going to have a wall, not a monument, a wall dedicated to his career. And people are going to be able to push a button and see your hologram pop out the wall and see you perform. I've saw one of your performances. You have a great performance. Thank you, right? my brother. Um, they're going to see you perform and they're going to hear your story. My final question of this interview to you is 500 years from now, when people are introduced to you and you inspire generations long past ours, but gone in the future, what is the legacy you leave behind that made hip hop better because you made hip hop music? The stories that's, that's, that's put together, the end of authenticity. Well, for those of y'all who don't understand, if you're not authentic, you're not believable. Right. And the and the realest thing about being believable is that you can understand, feel, and experience the pain, the joy, 
the come up and in the losses with the artists. KRS one said uh, a rapper gives you words, but an MC can give you your life back to you through the music that the artist makes. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. I'm talking to an MC tonight, and we want to thank Great God for coming on the platform. Like I said, you are, you have a home of heritage hip hop. I come back. That. I'll support your music. I'll support your movement. Shout out to Sal. I'm always here. Thank you for setting this up. You know what I mean? And, Shout um, out Sal. Yes. And, uh, for everybody out there, may the most high bless you. Subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social media, all platforms, heritagehiphop.com. Oh, check this out. Hold on for a second. Hold on, hold on. Copy, copy. News break to everybody out there. Probably had to go off the off the um off the mic, you know. Shout out to the artifacts, RP Tame One, one of my favorite MCs of all time, DJ Chaos. But uh, yeah, everybody been asking me. So look, Heritage Hip Hop shirts are back. Mm. I got a new store, so you'll be seeing those. The link will be in the, under the description. Heritage Hip Hop, and shout out to my man who a Laker fan. This is for you. Ah, you know I mean? So me. yeah. We, we back, and we got some new merch coming. New store, new merch, new everything. So if you want to support, you can support by buying merch. Look at the bottom of your screen. We are on Cash App, Dollar Sign Heritage Hip Hop. The money that is made from this platform does not go in my pocket. It goes into making this a bigger platform because my mm -hmm. dream is to be as big as BET and Revolt and all of them, and I'm not selling out or selling you out just so I can drive a nice car or something. This is for the babies. Like I said, legacy. Legacy is my main thing. So anybody out there that wants to support, please do. Because the goals of Heritage Hip Hop is to have a live show where there's um where, where our, our our awards go down. Because we just had the Heritage Hip Hop Awards every year. It's the seventh yeah. year. It's the God year. All right. Yeah. So so this is this is this is what it is. And also the money goes into getting artists like Great God to do a live performance for you under the Heritage Hip Hop banner. So you like y'all support the video music box and. Hot 97 or wherever you're from, support us. Salute to the fleet DJs. Salute to all my DJ family and A Squad Rebel Radio. Shout out to um shout out to Town to Ground Radio and everybody who supports Heritage Hip Hop out there. Shout out to everybody who supports Great God. Cause like, like I said, when you find good music, you hold on to an artist. I got mine. Y'all better get yours, yo. Yeah. It's God's Please dope. do. And I'm gonna set that dope. thing up with trash. I'm gonna hit him now for you. I appreciate it and thank you very much, bro. Indeed. So with that being said, everybody, we out of here. So keep God first, keep family sacred, and most importantly, keep your mind, body, and soul free. Because when they come for this, everything else falls, and we want you to be strong. Hip-hop will survive because we are God's people. And since we're God's heritage, God's heritage is hip-hop, and we represent that to the fullest on this platform. That's right. All right, y'all. So we out of here. So peace. May the Most High bless you. And of course, we out. I thank you for listening to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast tonight as we return to regular rotation of shows, interviews, and ideas. This episode is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com, where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating those who established the foundation of this hip hop culture. Please support Great Guy and checking out his new album, Snow Day out right now on all streaming platforms but we ask that you buy it if you like it heritage hip-hop is a platform built on celebrating hip-hop culture from the independent to the mainstream worldwide starting from new jersey going around the world so if you like this podcast platform please donate to our cash app at dollar sign heritage hip-hop and also we have new merch 
at our T Public store. Please check it out. And if you like it, purchase some merch. All money goes to the platform and not to me. And we're building this thing to make sure we have a legacy platform to celebrate all artists, all music, and of course, hip hop, which is God's culture. Without any other words, I'd just like to thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for joining Great God in our conversation. And if you're an artist looking to have a conversation about your art, come to Heritage Hip Hop. And if you're looking to be a sponsor, hey, we are willing and able to work with any and everyone who loves hip hop culture. With that being said, this is Heritage Hip Hop and Caress speaking, saying peace and we out.